We are back with another footy debate episode, back by popular demand. Today, the question we are asking is what defines a big football club? This is one that has caused plenty of pub and stadium debates. We're going to get into it today and analyse it. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. If you're here for the first time, do us a quick favour, hit that subscribe button for free weekly football content without fail. Today, we are back with another footy debates episode. So a lot of you like the last one we did. Today, we are having a simple debate. What defines a big football club? Now, you'll remember there's been several of these debates on social media over the years. There's been pub debates. There's been stadium debates. Oh, my club's bigger than yours. Well, today we are going to analyse and basically break down what actually defines a big club. Reese, we'll come to you first. Yes, there's a number of factors. If you had to pick one initially that comes to your mind first, what defines a big football club? I'm going for the most obvious. It has to be trophies. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That's the one that you'll see. You'll see most. But there's a lot of context to trophies. Yes. For example, you could win well, a, you could win several trophies 30, 40 years ago. Does that mean you're still relevant now? How how would you break that down though? No, yeah, it's a good point. You know, if you think of trophies, you think of who's got the most, who's got the least. Some would say some clubs are still bigger than others, even though they've got more less trophies than them. So it's very hard to define. That's when you have to categorize it. Okay, trophies. Okay, what about history? They've done nothing for 80 years. Can you class them as a big club? I can give an example of that. Could you say Preston North End, for example? Could you say they're a big club despite having such an early history? You can, I suppose, categorise that down from there and maybe say, what about fan base? Uh, Are they regular in European competitions? If they are, can we define them as a big club? The Sevillas, the Napolis, the Spurses. And then maybe from there you could say, yeah, I think I think it's probably the tiered definition. You know, I think it's a term that gets thrown around a bit too freely. Yeah, and Jamie, outside of trophies, what else? Let, let's let's take out the big bullet points early. Well, you got to go with um, number of fans, and that's going to the actual stadium. And then you've probably got to go with sort of abroad looking at sort of internationally how global are you i think that's a massive one um probably you you probably got to look at sort of european pedigree gets chucked around a lot as well and i think that adds to it and i think that goes with the sort of internationally sort of support but i feel like people especially if we're looking at european clubs here because that's what we're going to focus on your European pedigree where you've got clubs like I'm not going to use sort of like you've got teams that maybe aren't doing as well as now, but they've had their moments in European competitions like a Nottingham Forest kind of, for example, who have won what's called the Champions League. Well, what, yeah, is the Champions League twice. So it's things like that. I think will also add to it, uh, which obviously goes into silverware, but that still adds I think the European pedigree, if they then got in the Champions League, 
it would be a big talking point because they've had the pedigree of it in the past. Yeah. And what to, to chuck another one in there, I'd say revenue as well. Although, yes, this is a sport, it's not, you know, a business club. I think revenue kind of touches on on a lot of those points that you guys have covered about the size, the global outreach, the, you know, the brand. Because generally speaking, if you've won those, you know, let's say European trophies, Real Madrid, probably a very good example. By default, you've then got that big brand, which is going to drive you revenue. So I think revenue is quite an interesting one to judge a club on as well. Um, and, and social media, people aren't going to like it and go, oh, how many followers have clubs got? But in this day and age, the the reality is that is a pretty good indication of, of popularity or interest. You know, we've seen it with Ronaldo, you know, one of the most followed people of all, on all social media, possibly could be number one, actually. I don't even know the exact stat, but he is probably the most popular hit, obviously between him and Messi, we, can debate that, but that is popularity, that is interest, which pretty much to me does define fans or does define support. So I think that's where the debate gets really interesting. So let's talk, I guess, let's give some examples of English clubs, right? So we've got, we had this debate recently, which me and Reese, I think we actually did just about agree on. So we obviously said Chelsea, Arsenal. So Arsenal, historically more domestic success, Chelsea more European success recently. How do you even start to then break that down? Because my argument obviously was in favour of Chelsea saying, oh, you know, are you a big club until you win one of the big European trophies? So where does that leave the likes of, you know, your Spurs is your, your sort of those mid table clubs at the minute that did win trophies 10, 10, 15 years ago or maybe well longer in Spurs' case. But This is where it all goes a bit, Blurry, doesn't it? Because you'd have to say Chelsea are bigger, yes. They don't have as many trophies. For example, I think in total, Arsenal have 48, Chelsea have 34. Um, so that's quite a gap, right? So, But you'd have to say recent history would put Chelsea top. Two Champions Leagues, you know, a few Premier League titles in there as well. Since 2003, Arsenal have won it once, the Premier League once, Chelsea have won it, what, five times, six times? So you have to say that, yeah, they're the bigger club. But then when you come to a team like Spurs that's when you start to look at their longer history. You know, the only other non-league club to win the FA Cup, I think they were the first team to do the double. I think they were the first English club to win a European trophy. So you have to look at, from 2007 onwards, they haven't won anything. So it's where you draw the line, isn't it? It's, it's a hard fight. Yeah, and when, and when you look at... Well, let's just read off the numbers. We'll, we'll do English clubs for now. So... Total English clubs with most trophies. So currently, by one, Liverpool are top with 68 trophies. Obviously, you're Man United on 67. Does that make Liverpool being a club than Man United? Yes. Not in my opinion. <laughs> okay, so like, here we are. go. This is what we want. At this moment in time, they are. At so, this moment in time, United are bigger. I think but why? Overall. That's the question. Because this will cause a stir. Why, why are they currently bigger than Liverpool? I think they just are globally. It's not just down to the transfers. Liverpool, have, their dominant spell was definitely in the sort of 70s, 80s. And they've not had this dominant spell for quite a while. They've won trophies in these meantimes, which is obviously 
ticking the numbers going up, which you got to do what you got to do. But United have had the more recent dominant spell, and it was for such a long period of time under F- Sir Alex Ferguson. And I think you've got to bring in some recent success into that. Whereas even though Liverpool have be- Liverpool are better than United and have been for the past five or six seasons, roughly around that time, I think it is now, Liverpool haven't dominated anything. They've not dominated the lit. They've not dominated the Premier League, and they've won one Champions League in that time. They've been in several finals, so they could have won more. Then, then that could have made it a different story. But I feel like they've not dominated anything. So them adding another trophy here and there, like it's not nothing. It's not a discredit to what Liverpool have been doing over the past years, but it's not a domination at all. Because really, if you're talking about a team that's dominated, it's City. And then before that, you'd probably look more towards Chelsea before you even think of United in terms of what winning trophies. So that's where I don't see anything recently that's added Liverpool to get back above United. I think Liverpool have, are behind United. I'm not saying it's by a long shot or anything like that, but I still don't think anyone's bigger than United in England, at least. No, it is a good point. I mean, United still have more league titles. Even if you just want to start from the Premier League era, Liverpool have only won it once. So Which obviously now it's been going for what? How many years now? Thirty years. Thirty. Yeah. So Which is, that is poor by Liverpool standards. Like they, they had the eight seventies and eighties as that cushion for a long time. You know. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, they used to have banners up saying you'll never get, you'll never get to nineteen, to United. <laughs> now they're at twenty, and now they got more. Kind of, it's. It's one of them, but it's, I think what your argument, when you two are having your argument with the Arsenal-Chelsea part of it, you're acting, you're more acting with Arsenal not winning the Champions League. United have won the Champions League and it's several times. Liverpool have won it more. They've won the most, Europe, most I don't know if it's the most European trophies or just the most Champions Leagues in overall. But it's not like United have won none and all of it has just been domestic success. So I feel like that's where it's a bit of a different argument when you start to when you look at your argument of the Chelsea Arsenal one. This is this is it, isn't it? Like even if you want to take this abroad, who are a bigger club, Juventus or AC Milan? Who who is it? Who would you say? I'd say I'd say Milan. Milan? Yeah. 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 I'd say Milan. They've won what seven European Cup slash Champions League. Yeah. Juventus only won it twice. So even though they're dominant domestically, so it goes to show your argument, doesn't it? You know where where do you draw the line? Yeah. Although I disagreed, I disagree with um, you two anyway <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I go. still had I still had Arsenal above Chelsea, but that yeah, it sort of, well. But that's I'm not saying that that's I think that's very very close between Chelsea and Arsenal. And it is it's due to I think it's due to Chelsea winning that second. It's a, it's a weird one of Chelsea winning that second one. Still didn't put it above me for Arsenal where it did for a lot of people. And it's just it was more the fact that I just still didn't see that I didn't see that Chelsea side being the best European team. In 
Like, and that's what I think possibly dampened it to me. I know that you beat us and whatever, but it it didn't it didn't make me go, yes, Chelsea, what a great like. It wasn't like what a great side that Chelsea team was. If that makes sense, you're not going to talk about them like you're going to talk about the Drogba one in Bayern Munich. Different argument, different day. Why the Champions League is such a watered down competition? Because right, the two times Chelsea have won it, they have been so bad domestically. City winning it, the season just gone. Have battered everything. They've won their league. They've won Europe. They won the FA Cup. You know that's a much more signifier, I suppose. But that's a debate for a different day. But I mean, like, I, I want to go back to a point earlier you said about how fan bases. I would argue, yes, London clubs probably have a big following, but it's a bit. Is it a bit disproportionate if you're a one-team city? For example, Leeds, Newcastle. No, because that that benefits and it's it's, it's an advantage and a disadvantage. Because if you look at Newcastle, Newcastle are massive in Newcastle. But they've not won a major trophy since the 50s. Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. Newcastle are massive in Newcastle. Newcastle are not massive in Europe. It, it's a completely yeah, no, different yeah. ball game. Newcastle are a big club in England. They are not one of... They're not pushing top five at the moment. I think they're probably within top ten. But it's more... That's how I. That's how I see it. Really, is you need much more because I, I don't know how many years it is until the since they've won a trophy. Newcastle. I think it's 50, 50, around the fifty-five mark. Five. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that was an FA Cup. Yeah, and so you can't you can't go there a massive club because like you're talking about sort of the top the four that we spoke about with your two clubs and then Chelsea. Uh, sorry, Liverpool and United. There is a whole different ball game when you come to big clubs. When you come to, it's 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 so hard. It's like a, a complete tier list, if that makes sense. It's like an absolute huge, huge club, and that that's where I'd put United and Liverpool. I'd probably put them just them two by themselves. Oh, yeah. Then you're coming down towards your Chelsea, Arsenal's, maybe even City are creeping, creeping up towards that. I'm not saying they're there. I'm saying they're creeping towards it. But then well, you got. Yeah, but to be fair, Jamie, by definition, you are the fifth most successful club in the country. So you would join yeah. that bracket. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely there. You're definitely there. Or, or yeah, extremely close. I mean, even on the trophies, you're on 32, we're on 34. So yeah, yeah. you're pretty much there. Then you've got then you've got your arguments of the sort of Everton's who have been, you know, dominant in the past. Uh, the Villa Villas, you've got obviously Forest, as I mentioned before, have won two Champions Leagues. I, I don't know if, how many Villa Villa have won one, haven't they? Yeah, they won it once, I believe. Yeah, the year after Forest, so nineteen eighty one, I think. Yeah, so they've won it. It's sort of these clubs, the European pedigree, but it's not. I don't think it's just the European pedigree because they've all won league titles as well. It's not. It's not just a winning a one-off trophy, and I think that's what you. That's what you need to be a big club. But then okay. I think it's just so many like there's hierarchies galore to go down. 
you can put it down to everything. I think there needs to be a, a consistent litter of success. You might go 10, 20 years without doing anything, but there's that consistency there. You know, I think that's what's important. I do think the term big club is just thrown around a bit too loosely. For example, um, no disrespect to Sunderland, but everyone kept saying how much of a big club they were in League One. But when they're in the Premier League, no one said it. Yeah, but I mean? that is, there is a different, there is a different, arc. yeah, but they're a big club for League One. Like I was saying, Newcastle are massive in Newcastle. That it, it's all context. Who are you comparing yourselves to? Because when Man City were in what's known as League One, we were a massive club, <laughs> a big club in that, in that league. Because that, that's just who you are. Like there's a lot of teams that could go down to it and you are. But then when you come up to the Premier League, you're not. You're then the small fish in the in the massive, massive pond kind of sort of analogy. It is interesting how it's thrown around, isn't it? You know, people talk about certain clubs like Leeds, for example. Yeah. Look at the Don Revy era and they were the last first division champions. They haven't won a trophy since. You know, they've only won nine trophies altogether in their history. That's That's not... A big amount, whereas the aforementioned Sunderland have won ten. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm looking at the sort of same list as you, and if you're going off, just going off off your head, who do you think's a bigger club, Leeds or Blackburn? I, I would go Black. I'd, sorry, I'd go Leeds. And then you look at the trophies. F- four more trophies, Blackburn have won. <laughs> so. We'll, we'll, Sorry, Blackburn have won. Is it th- four, three, three? Sorry, three more trophies, and that that surprised me. But this is it, isn't it? It, it has to be that sustained period of consistency, isn't it? Mm. Blackburn yeah. won that Premier League trophy. Yes, if they hadn't won that, would they have that thing to them? Probably not. You know, they they had it and fell off. Whereas Leeds, yes, they had that absolute catastrophic financial failure. But even through the nineties, you know. They were there in the European competitions and things. Consistent presences, you know, they would often compete against the big boys, beat them, you know. There was that fearless team. Cotagino Spurs were the example. They'd always compete against the big boys and they would beat them. Wouldn't win anything, but they'd still beat them. They were still there. So it's all... Yeah, and I think with, I think that's a great example, actually, because I, I wanted to bring up Spurs in some way because I did, like, not intentionally, I accidentally missed them off when I was talking about clubs who have won stuff. When I was mentioning Villa and Everton, Spurs are definitely up there in this sort of. They're known as a part of the Big Six, and that that I think is due to when when City started their rise, Poch was at Spurs and competing, not winning. Or like we can all make the jokes about Spurs not winning anything, but they were competing, and that. Does that add to being a big club? Because I think this is what a lot of people have with Newcastle. Because when Newcastle were getting top four under, um, what was it, Robson, they were considered one, they considered the one in the big four or big five. I think it was like between you, uh, between Chelsea and Newcastle for fourth. It's not sort of. I, I'm not certain on whether it was you two competing or whoever was competing at that time. But they weren't winning anything, clearly, because they've not won something for 50 years. But that's what people were then going, well, they're a big club. 
don't think it is. I don't think it is. You if you're not winning, it's... like if you're not winning, I just for me the Newcastle one is a good example. How can you be a big club if you haven't won a single trophy? Not even a European trophy. We're not even talking, you know, the big stuff. Not won a single trophy in fifty years. I just, I think for me, you just cannot be a big club. I, I, I don't know. I'm not certain on this, but I'm sure you didn't win a trophy for fifty years. No, but I, I'd agree. We didn't win a trophy for thirty-five years. That was that was a league trophy for 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 Chelsea. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But a trophy for thirty-five years. There was a banner at Stretford End. Despite apparently them not giving a shit about us, there was a banner there saying how many years we hadn't won a trophy. It, I, your fortune can change massively. I've seen it <laughs> firsthand, but it's I don't know. Is it like the Newcastle situation? Is it like they've got the illusion of a big club? I don't yeah. know if that's a good way I, of describing it. I think they have. And obviously the, the ownership now with, with the Saudis coming in, they'll really start to believe that they are a big a big boy. But it, it is that fan base. And again, it, it's a you know a two-club city or whatever you want to call it. I think that's the reason they come across as a bigger side. Like imagine, obviously, it's not, not the best example, but imagine if there was, you know, instead of six or seven London teams, there was, there was two. You know, Imagine then, because they'd be one of you know they'd be huge by default. So it feels a little bit like that with Newcastle. Well, you got that with well, I know you got that obviously with the Milan's. Milan's it's a huge city. You got that. You got PSG. That's the capital of France. That's why PSG could be so massive. And technically, they're not. They're not even the most successful club in French football. I don't believe. It might right. be Mar. It might, might be Mars. Yeah. yeah. It, and at the moment, I'd say the biggest club in France is PSG. Yeah. But they're not the most successful, and that adds to the capital city sort of argument of it. But yeah, like you say, if there was only two clubs, one one south, one north of the river, they'd be ap- absolutely massive, and yeah. I think. Hello. They'd be bigger. They'd be the biggest team in England. Well, a lot of circumstances affect it, doesn't it? Because you think, like, you know, Chelsea, for example, QPR and Fulham are their near neighbours. They haven't done anything. Those two teams, in terms of success, so even if Chelsea had a couple of trophies in the nineties, they were seen as a big club because the others around them were not very good. We could argue our West Ham a big club, but they're the only team there. You know, so realistically, they can afford to win a couple of trophies and have that title to them, whether people want to admit that or not. Spurs probably have the unfortunate thing that Arsenal moved north and took the limelight from them. Spurs probably have the benefit of being based in London to be considered a big club. You know, if you just stuck them around near Portsmouth, would they have that same same feel to them? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a real hard balancing act, isn't it? Some, I think, over, just overshadow their neighbours or some are in the right place at the right time. Some have had better players. Does it matter how many seasons have been in the Premier League like in a row for example even if they've dropped out for a bit then come back in does that fully matter because Spurs, Everton not been relegated Um, but City have Newcastle have, West Ham have but 
City and West Ham have won have won trophies in the, in that time. Been relegated and won trophies. But I remember there was a time where Southampton were in the Premier League for about 14 years straight. You know, they were one of the teams that never went down, but they never actually did anything. You know, so so you'd be like, oh, okay, does that so I think I think it plays in your favour what you've done with it. Everton have been lucky to have the recent hit like their their history to help them where they are, but they seem to have more recently been involved more relegation scraps than they have. I think they've only finished fourth once, haven't they? You know, it's Yeah, and they they didn't get it, did they? Because so they, I think they Liverpool won. and got knocked out. I think it was to oh, was it or not? something. So they so they, they haven't done anything since. You know, they've they've been there. So I think they've been more of a big club because they've been in more troubles than what they should have been. Like you said, you know, if you're a big club for the situation you're in, you know, being in a relegation thing was not what Everton should have been in. No. No, it's it's sort of um like sort of I think we've mentioned previously with Hamburg not ever going down. And then it's they're a big club <laughs> in the neck in the division below kind of thing. It's a it's like a Everton would be a big club to go down. A hundred percent. hundred percent. And and to be honest, I don't think ever. Which is an interesting point. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a long big factor for them to never go down. Is you know he's an impressive feat you know and they've won trophies to back it up. If they've always been lingering around thirteenth, then no, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it does personally. I, I think maybe that is also part of the reason why your Spurs and Everton's are on that list, although they've not had recent success trophy wise. Historically, they've won trophies and then not been relegated. So I think it is definitely a factor for me, and definitely I'd say it definitely supports the argument. If you can be in the Premier League or, or the top division for that long, I think by default you you kind of you do get that that label. I think. And another thing to bring up finally, we, we've not really covered it brief, like well, we touched it very briefly, is the size of a stadium. So obviously, as a Chelsea fan, I, I've had this quite a lot, where we're a big club, etc., won it all, but we've only got forty-two thousand stadium. Does you know Spurs have got you know the sixty thousand? Obviously, Arsenal made the move from Highbury. Does having a bigger stadium automatically make you a bigger club because you can have more fans in there? I mean, no, no. It helps with your appeal. Newcastle, for example, it makes sense to have a big stadium because you are the only club there, so you will fill it. Chelsea, you've got different issues with your area. Spurs have the again, you know, when you're a club that's on a run. You're based in a good catchment area. You're at the top of North London. You get the Hertfordshire, you get Essex, you get Buckinghamshire, you get all of them areas around attracted a fan base. So again, you can justify a bigger stadium. West Ham, on the other hand, you know, what about their stadium? They do struggle to fill it quite a bit. You know, it's it it, it was more them. it was more moving from Upton Park to the Olympic Stadium didn't make West Ham a bigger club in any sort of feat. Like I think it does. It like I understand the whole point of getting to the bigger stadium is to get more fans in, which actually I think they do have quite a good record of filling the stadium. Um, but it's more, it doesn't. It's a long-term project to increase the club's size, but it's not. I don't think it's directly. There's no correlation to it really. Here's one for you. What about MK Dons? Their stadium is about 30,000. Exactly. Like, no, it's got... Big point to raise, isn't it? Well, it's a, it's a, 
a big, big old stadium for, I don't know how many they get on average, but I, I certainly know it's not 30,000. Not all clubs are going to get that. That's the way it is, sort of. Especially in, especially down that that level, like City City did it for a season, but let's be honest, if we didn't go up, we probably wouldn't have continued it because you just lose hope, lose faith, and when you're watching worse and worse football, you're not you're not going to get the the stadium as full as it can be. And then I guess with the rest of them though, with the Spurs Chelsea, Arsenal, City, Liverpool, United. Tourists come into play massively. Um, you'll see it some at some, not many London clubs apart from from the ones I mentioned. Like you get, you can get the odd ones going to QPR. You get them to go to Fulham. Um, well, Fulham think Fulham think they can do it with three thousand pound seats for a season, like. There's there's zero zero percent chance that would ever sell out of London. Oh, yeah, they've yeah. got they've got a very small chance while in London. <laughs> yeah, like I'll be surprised if they they do actually sell them. I don't know if they have, but I'll be surprised if they do. Whoever's bought them, you're a bit of an idiot to be <laughs> to put it bluntly. Um, so you can't get away with that of other clubs. Uh, other locations and yeah. the tourist factor comes in massively Darlington were a prime example of that you know I'm not sure if you ever know their situation but they had an owner who built I think it was like a 15,000 seat stadium while they were in League 2 15, 20,000 and they only averaged about 1,500 a game like so, so you I think that's a point actually there around that okay which maybe just do your research on that um but it hosts more people attended concerts there than they actually did the football team, you know? So yeah, that has to really be put into perspective, doesn't it? Sometimes I think the business idea is there for a bigger club or for a stadium, but it does not mean you are a big club. Yeah. It shows ambition. I think more than actual size, it shows the dream. So before we move on to our sort of quick fire questions at the end, the quick fire debates, We've got to talk about revenue. Obviously, we touched on it earlier. Um, and I, I think personally, it does play a big role in in establishing the size of a club in terms of their brand. Yes, there's sponsorship deals. Yes, you've got, you know, we'll get on to City. J- Jamie's smiling on, on looking at revenue. So City must be higher. But the likes of PSG, Man City, where, you know, we can debate it all along. They, partially funded by countries, potentially. Um, so it is it is an insight into the brand but also the ability of the owners to do business deals, sponsorship deals, etc. Jamie, have you got the, the rough overview currently of revenue? Yep, yep. So what? if we're going off revenue, City are the biggest club in the world. Uh, I thought there was I'm happy to, I'm happy just to leave the, Should we just leave the debate there? That, that's all That's all done. <laughs> <laughs> um, second will be Real Madrid. Third, Liverpool. Fourth, United. Fifth PSG, Bayern sixth, Barca seventh, and then Chelsea, Spurs, then Arsenal in eighth, ninth, and tenth. And this is all from Deloitte's websites. Um, but this is City being their 
two years in a row being at the top. So with Jordan saying it matters, shows just Man City are absolutely massive. I absolutely withdraw that statement. And I, I think I've I've been downplaying them ever really slightly. I should be saying we're the t- we're the top tier and everyone else is below us. <laughs> One Champions League and now you now you're the biggest in the world. Um, I'm just going off revenue. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> look, I, I, I do, I do to some degree agree. Like, you know, the, all the clubs there you said you would consider as, as major players globally because of the brand, because of the global footprint. Obviously, revenue is not necessarily support, but definitely plays a big part, in my opinion. Yeah, it shows who can bring in the money from. It's it's the bit of like. There's sort of two arguments. It's one, who's got like the best thing to sell and then who's the best at selling it at the same time. Yeah, you want to see... It's, it's like I'm not, I'm not actually arguing that City are bigger than Real Madrid, but I do believe we're better at selling ourselves than the Real Madrid sort of team are, if that makes yeah. sense. Potentially yeah. run by behind the, the scenes. this group, yeah. if you like. Exactly, yeah. So I feel like there's that sort of aspect to it, really. And then, obviously, the Premier League has a bit more of a global brand, a better brand than than La Liga has as well. So that does add to it, which is why, obviously, what, six of the top ten are from the Premier League. Um, In terms of the revenue, though, I think there's no real surprises there apart from... Spurs above Arsenal, but I guess Arsenal until this season hadn't had Champions League football for mm. seven, eight years. Yeah, so that that comes into play, doesn't it? That comes massively into play to revenues because it continues each time, and Spurs can sell themselves better. And I think they used to have, they had billboards saying the only team playing in on Wednesday night in Europe. I think at one point because Chelsea and Arsenal both weren't in it. So it's things like that do do matter, um, and can like in terms of ways of selling themselves. Okay. okay, well, with all these factors in mind, then, and I'm sure that the internet community are gonna want to debate this as well. I'm gonna just fire off two teams, okay, and you're just gonna tell me which one you think is a bigger club. You don't necessarily have to give me a reason why. I'm just gonna give you two teams, and just a straight fire answer. So start with the most obvious: Man United or Liverpool, Jamie. United. Yeah, Man United. What about Tottenham or Arsenal? Arsenal. Arsenal. (laughs) Aston Villa or Everton? My mind goes to Everton, first of all. I was going to say Villa. But that's tough. That's actually quite tough. Very close. I think it's very close, but my mind went to Everton first. Newcastle or Sunderland? It's Newcastle. Yeah, recency bias perhaps, but Newcastle for me. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Portsmouth or Southampton? Portsmouth. Southampton. Crystal Palace or Brighton? Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Palace. Sheffield United 
or Sheffield Wednesday? United. I think oh. that's recency bias to go a, a little bit again. Yeah, United. Sticking with it. I'm really, I'm really torn. I'm going to go Wednesday. Well, Sheffield Wednesday have got more trophies than Sheffield United. So that is a... Oh. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be... I thought it'd be like fairly even, to be fair. No, no, no. Sheffield Wednesday were a, were a massive, massive club. Um, Burnley or Blackburn? Blackburn. Blackburn. Roma or Lazio? Roma. Yeah. Team us up. I don't actually know the team I've won and watched. Recently, his Lazio shirt, absolutely livid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's perfectly justified. They've got the exact same amount of trophies, but in terms of if you look at branding and the history between the clubs, Roma is a bigger club. Um, you got to think. Ro- I think Roma come as Rome. That that's what I see, and that's yeah. what I think makes it bigger. They're a merger of three clubs as well, so you've got all the support there. Okay, then what about Napoli or Torino? That's Napoli. Napoli, but I feel like you're going to tell me Torino got more trophies somehow. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they got the same. They got the same, but okay. Torino had that dominance. Barca or Real Madrid? Madrid. Real Madrid. Real Madrid, okay. What about Liverpool, Real Madrid? Real Madrid. Real Madrid. 100%. All right. Okay. You got any more? One more before we wrap up. Let me just give you one more. Make, uh, it, make it a good one. Oof, um, QPR or Fulham? <laughs> QPR. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with. No, no, I'm going Fulham. I'm Fulham. <laughs> a lot okay. of disagreements there. We we could go all night, but we will leave it there. As always, let us know your thoughts in the comments on this footy debates episode. Like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill. Thank you.